Welcome to episode two of the Flim Flam Chronicles. In this episode, we shine the light of truth on the overt duplicity and hypocrisy of Ralph Reed and his time as the executive director of the Christian Coalition. Once in control of the coalition, Ralph Reed began to create a powerhouse in American grassroots politics out of an organization that he called, quote, the McDonald's of American politics, unquote. However, as you will learn in this and future installments of the Flim Flam Chronicles, playing by the rules was not a part of Ralph Reed's standard operating procedures. According to the Internal Revenue Service, the Christian Coalition, which was registered with the IRS as a 501c4 tax-exempt educational corporation, and listen carefully, quote, must be operated exclusively to promote social welfare, unquote. However, Ralph Reed couldn't have cared less about promoting social welfare. His laser-like focus was to do everything in his substantial and unchecked power to aid and promote the Republican Party through whatever means he could wrangle. However, he was wily and unscrupulous enough to wrap everything in a well-disguised package of supposedly educating the U.S. voters. Under Ralph Reed's direction, the Christian Coalition provided unprecedented direct support for President George H.W. Bush's re-election campaign. My book, The Trial of the Devil Incarnate, Ralph Reed, God's Flim Flam Man, provides written proof of Reed's communications and direct meetings with the Bush Re-Election Committee, planning direct assistance with providing 40 million voter guides, the names and addresses of 2 million identified voters, and providing 2 million phone calls and letters, all Bush-friendly items to be provided by the supposedly impartial Christian Coalition. Here are just a handful of the support efforts documented with memos and email communication between Ralph Reed and the President's Re-Election Committee. These include multiple strategy meetings and communications with Mary Matlin, the Bush Quail Re-Election Campaign's political director, and the President's Re-Election Committee members to discuss what could be done to assist the Bush Quail campaign among, quote, pro-family voters. This was, according to Reed's own words, quote, a virtually unprecedented level of cooperation and assistance, unquote, to President Bush's re-election campaign. Also, the distribution of those 40 million Bush-friendly voter guides on the Sunday before Election Day. On the day of the California primary election, Reed oversaw a nationwide telephone poll of the audience of the 700 Club television program, asking viewers to express a presidential preference. Reed then sent those CBN poll results in a memorandum to Bush Quail 92 chairman Robert Teeter, written on Christian Coalition stationery, no less, stating that the CBN poll results were 57% for President Bush, 40% for the independent candidate Ross Perot, and 3% for then-Governor Bill Clinton. Later, Teeter said he was fully aware that the Christian Coalition intended to distribute millions of voter guides in churches nationwide. He said he was also aware that the voter guides would show President Bush's support or opposition of issues to be more compatible with the evangelical voter views than those held by then-Governor Clinton. As a result, Mr. Teeter believed that the Christian Coalition voter guides would cause a more significant number of voters to go to the polls and vote for the Bush-Quail ticket than would have gone in the absence of those voter guides. 
In the late spring of 1992, the Christian Coalition, under Ralph Reed's direction, invited President Bush to address the coalition's September 92 Road to Victory conference held in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Not so coincidentally, Virginia Beach was where Pat Robertson's Christian Broadcasting Network was located and just a stone's throw from the Christian Coalition headquarters. Another non-coincidence was President Bush's invitation to this fundraising event. Documents in my book include handwritten notes indicating that the fundraiser could raise $500,000, which could be applied to offset the Christian Coalition's Bush-friendly voter guides cost. Also not coincidentally, the fundraiser was to be held at Pat Robertson's residence on the CBN campus. Federal Election Commission exhibits in my book document that President Bush attended the Road to Victory conference and the related fundraising event. The funds raised at that event, which fell short of the estimated half million dollars, were subsequently deposited into the Christian Coalition's general treasury account. At the Christian Coalition's September Road to Victory conference, Reed oversaw the distribution of a 16-page tabloid-style voter guide to the attendees. The voter guide included supposed candidate interviews from President George H.W. Bush and Bill Clinton to be taken from a survey submitted by Reed and the coalition. However, the truth is that these interviews were simulated. In other words, they were manufactured by stringing together selected quotations from various sources, making them appear to be actual responses to the questions posed by the Christian coalition. In fact, the Bush Quail 92 campaign sent their survey response back on September 28, 1992, and the Clinton Gore campaign did not even reply to the coalition survey. However, despite not having actual candidate responses, Ralph Reed and the Christian Coalition produced its first presidential voter guides by the September 19th Road to Victory conference, doing so a full 10 days before receiving President Bush's responses to the survey. How did they do that, you ask? Well, Reed's voter guide was a fabrication. It was pieced together from six excerpts lifted from an earlier 700 Club interview of the president by Pat Robertson. Once again, Ralph Reed was slanting and manufacturing the truth to favor the GOP. In another instance, the coalition received a check for $60,000 from a supporter named John Wolfe, with specific orders from Wolfe that it be used to help directly in President Bush's re-election efforts. Knowing that Mr. Wolfe had already given $4,000 to the Bush re-election campaign, which exceeded the maximum amount allowed by law, Reed then ordered his chief financial officer, Judy Liebert, to record the Wolf donation as a, quote, anonymous, unquote, gift in the Christian Coalition's accounting ledger. Not only was Reed's efforts to use the tax-exempt resources of the Christian Coalition to help President Bush unprecedented, it was also undeniably illegal as hell and Reed knew it was a direct violation of Federal Election Commission laws. That $60,000 check was then used to underwrite many of the Bush-friendly voter guides. When the FEC came sniffing around to investigate the unlawful actions of the Christian Coalition, the actual flim-flam side of Ralph Reed emerged. 
Judy Liebert later testified to the FEC under oath that she was present when a panicked Ralph Reed personally destroyed multiple incriminating documents that would have proved he was aware of his crimes. But fear not, several smoking gun documents that confirm Reed's collusion and secret work to help the GOP are in my book. And there was much more flimflamery going on at the Christian Coalition. And that will have the light of truth shown on it in our next episode of the Flim Flam Chronicles.